I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings listeners of the podcast Paleo Bites. Host Matthew Donald left his microphone in the car all the way down in his apartment building's parking lot. And since he's on the third floor he's too lazy to go down and get it before this episode is due to release. Therefore, he's using this free speech-to-text program to read this message. What a lazy bastard. Anyway, he has a Patreon at patreon.com slash MatthewDonald, where you can find bonus content every month. For Paleo Bites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about Jurassic World Dominion the pretty good and allegedly final installment in the Jurassic Park slash world franchise, but since it grossed almost a billion dollars you can expect the next Jurassic World movie by 2027 at the latest, link is in the description. Thank you for your support. Now I better go get my recording equipment out of my car before it melts in this summer heat. It was very expensive. Have a good day. My apologies, Matthew Donald is having way too much fun with this thing. Just a reminder that he is a 31 one-year-old man with a job and a girlfriend and his own apartment. Please do not forget that. This message will self-destruct in one second. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that'll evolve into slugs. My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genius of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by someone who's been up since 4.30 in the morning, and speaking of slugs, is starting to slow way down. <laughs> Are you sure we're not going to evolve into crabs? Because everything you seems everything to evolve into crabs. Carcinization is the thing that happens. Anyways, this is Natasha <laughs> Crack. How are you? Oh, I'm well. I'm tired. Yeah, I, I get you. So we originally going to record five episodes today. This is the third we're recording today, and I think we're just going to stick with this for now. That's okay. I'm also hungry and it's a long drive and it's been a frustrating as hell day <laughs> so and i've made several large deliveries oh yeah man adulting isn't it fun i mean yeah. being a professional driver it can be it's my girlfriend's birthday tomorrow so that'll be fun nice <laughs> yeah we're gonna go out to dinner with her parents nice so uh yeah that'll be fun uh uh let's see <laughs> okay so uh let's see how can we bring this into Dinosaur related questions. So, if you had to do a delivery, <laughs> if you had to deliver some dinosaurs, <laughs> which hey. ones and what would you be delivering them for? Okay, so I still have friends who are bus drivers. Yes. So, 
I'm delivering a pack of velociraptors to every yard. Every yard. Okay. And because velociraptors are small and fast, they'll yes. fit nicely on buses. And I'm sure they'll act like cats until oh, yeah. the driver says, sick them. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> so every yard is getting a pack of velociraptors. Nice. The Colfax routes, though, um, we're going up in size. Utah raptor or something. Yeah, or dromaeosaurus. A At the very least, a Deinonychus. Deinonychus, yes. Uh, yeah. Because it has to be able to fit through the door. Have you seen... You, so you haven't seen the new Jurassic World, right? No. Not yet. Okay, so uh, in that movie, uh, they introduced a Trociraptor to the franchise. And I'm, as a dinosaur fan, I'm very happy. Nice. <laughs> now, they did kind of make it just like a super Velociraptor, when in reality, <laughs> it wasn't like... It was like a little bit small in Velociraptor. And also, it's scaly, like the Velociraptor in the... Well, because you know they won't add feathers. Well, they did add feathers for the Pyroraptor, though. <laughs> <laughs> but they also implied that, like, that was made by Biosyn, Oh. And which they, they um, rather than engine, and that one they have the pure DNA. Ah. They, so they, those aren't those are more accurate, while the other ones are made by engine, and so they have a lot more alterations. <laughs> they mentioned that. So yeah, Pyraptor is fully feathered. What in the new movie, and it looks very cool. Nice. <laughs> so it's cool to have three different types of raptor in this. So also they have a Therizinosaurus that's also fully feathered. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, but yeah, so that could be something to deliver. You sure you wanted to deliver a tank full of mega piranhas? <laughs> <laughs> like a James Bond villain? <laughs> I mean, we don't talk about what's at Super Villain Supply Plus. That's just true, like in the volcano lair. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the Super Villain Supply Store. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite scenes when it comes to Super Villain stuff was mm. honestly Villain Con from the movies. I mean, imagine going to a. Villain Con? What movie was that again? It was the Minions movie. The oh, that makes sense. The franchise. Ah, uh, yes. Imagine going to a convention just filled with supervillains looking for Minions to work for them. That'd be cool. I mean, they, they, they're definitely no stranger to piranhas in that franchise. Oh, I guarantee that there would be some supervillain who brought back the mega piranha. Oh, absolutely. There were piranhas Probably in... Probably an oceanic supervillain. There were piranhas in Ice Age, too, but they weren't mega piranhas because those weren't, <laughs> those weren't discovered yet. By the time they had the piranhas in the sixth movie, in the second movie in 2006, there were not six movies yet. No, nah, but no comedy skit is complete without somebody getting bit by a piranha oh, in an Ice Age type movie. That uh, makes sense. Uh, uh, but Scrat fights off all the piranhas, though. Because <laughs> yeah. one of them tries to get the acorn. <laughs> yeah, which we all know is quite illogical. Well, actually, I'll get into that here in a second. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Mega Piranha is what we're talking about. It means giant piranha because what else would it mean? <laughs> mega Piranha. I like how we have all these big versions of other creatures and like we usually just give them sort of simple names. But no, we, we literally call this one Mega Piranha. <laughs> it's straightforward to the it, point. It, it gets the point, yeah. Type it as a Saracelmid, a group of fi- ray-finned fish that includes the piranhas, pakus, and silver dollars. Nice. Do you know any of those? Oh, I know what a Paku is, and they're kind of terrifying in their own way. Yeah, they're mostly herbivorous, though, more than in terms of other they ones. They are a river creature, and yeah. the way I know about them is from watching Jeremy Wade and River Monsters. Oh, yes. They I'll... have human-like teeth. That's oh, what that... makes them terrifying. Oh, so it's not that they're terrifying because they're, they're threatening. They're terrifying because they're disturbing. They're disturbing. <laughs> yeah. They okay, have the... some other names that we're better off not mentioning uh, okay. on this particular episode. Uh, okay. The, the... Because we got to keep it family friendly. Oh. But, uh, y'all watch River Monsters. There's a whole episode about the Paku. 
Good to have, know. Have fun. <laughs> Especially oh. if you're a guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Okay. But uh, <laughs> uh, so, but we'll get to River Monster in a sec. All right. So in terms of the size of Mega Piranha, it's 2.3 feet slash 4 to 4.1 feet. Th- all right, so 2.3 to 4.1 feet slash 0.7 to 1.2 meters long. 22 to 44 pounds, 10 to 20 kilograms. Considering the largest modern piranhas are only about 18 inches long, that's pretty damn that's big. That's an impressive fish. Uh, diets, though, believe it or not, omnivore. In fact, this describes modern piranhas, too, so they might go after the acorn that Scrat was having. They might. While they're famous for eating meats, they also eat the fruit, seeds, and leaves that fall into the rivers. Um, so, so it's a, from what I understand, it's a pretty common feeding response for... Mm-hmm fish to mm-hmm. go after anything that hits the water surface. Oh, absolutely. Uh, time, late Miocene, 9 to 7 million years ago. So humans would have had some overlap with this. Uh, no. No. No no overlap whatsoever. Because, like... T- tells you how much of the deep fryer I am. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, even, like, at this point, like, they were, like the apes were a thing, but hominids were not quite there yet. And, like, so there was no Homo erectus. There was no Australopithecus. There was none of this stuff yet. Even if there were, they'd be in Africa rather than this thing, which was in location Argentina. Ah. <laughs> so, so humans were long ways away. Long ways away, even if they were at the same time, which they weren't even at the same time. So long ways away, both uh, location-wise and temporarily. <laughs> Temporary. Uh, uh, described in 2009, pop culture appearances, the Asylum was on it immediately with their two- <laughs> 2010 film Mega Piranha. Only, oh, you gotta have the B movie. Only a year after its official description, in that a swarm of them consume battleships, <gasps> nuclear submarines, <laughs> and helicopters. Because and are, why not? Every B movie yes. uh, checklist hit. They are impervious to torpedoes and depth charges. Of course. And they got into the river system in Florida, and, they, and then the U.S. government in that movie was seriously considering nuking Florida. <laughs> I'd wager that's a slight buff to their real-life strength and capabilities. Most a slight buff. <laughs> I mean, it hits every B-movie requirement. Yeah. I could, yeah. <laughs> Big <laughs> fish, make it illogically strong. Make it swarm, make it like... Make it swarm to make it horrifying. Yeah. Give it obnoxious-sized teeth. Not that Mega Piranha didn't have teeth, but I'm sure the movie, they were uh, bigger than they, they that. Were big, they were yeah, bigger than that. Yeah, in fact, they got through nuclear stuff. So every B-movie requirement... Hit. Yeah, absolutely. But as well as uh, that B movie, uh, it's, it's featured in the show River Monsters that you meant that you mentioned earlier. And kind also, of a fan of. And they're also in the game Ark Survival Evolved. Nice. Which is a game that everyone keeps telling me I should get into, and I don't want. It. It's too much work. I, it looks really cool once you're into it, but like it takes too long, man. I don't have the time. I'm an adult. I'm a grown man. I got podcasts to record. Time? What's time? What is time? What time is it now? Oh, it's about time to go to bed, basically. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, speaking yeah, of which, it feels like. Speaking of which, more time uh, for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Piranhas are scary, right? I mean, everyone knows the story of a swarm of them stripping the flesh off an entire cow in seconds, right? And you know, that's actually been debunked. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what was a cow doing in the river? That was a dumb cow. Well, again, it has to be a pretty tempting target in the first place. Piranhas are surprisingly picky. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that's the thing. In actuality, though, the cow was already dead and was presumably tossed in the river just for the adventurers to document their story about the vicious fish. So the so piranhas it was, it was staged. It was yeah. They, they starved them. Yeah, yeah I think they, yeah. And then sounds about right. They, it was staged, so yeah. So there's a whole River Monsters episode that you can go watch. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, it fully debunks the whole vicious piranha thing. Yeah. It ends with Jeremy Wade getting into a pool with piranhas. Aww. And they're and just kind of like swimming around, mind their business, you know? Basically, yeah. Yeah, because like, but like... As long like, as their bellies are full, yeah, they exactly. don't mind. That's the thing. Like, piranhas will generally leave any nearby swimmers alone because they may go after dead things. And the only reason they went after it with such veracity is that they were starving, so... Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they can strip it in seconds. They but, can but, do but, it, you know? They showed what happened when you kept piranhas hungry and then they dropped a dead chicken in on... And they did skeletonize it, but those piranhas were made to be hungry. Yeah, exactly. So So, I feel like if I was made to be that hungry and you dropped like a whole food within there, I'd be like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there are days when the warehouse side of things gets real heavy. Uh, I'm a vacuum. (laughs) I can see that. I've eaten half a fried chicken easily and still been hungry. I can see that. Um, So. Unfortunately, like since they, they're like that, you can't you spy movie villains. You can't threaten a hero by lowering them into a tank full of these guys. I mean, I guess you could in that he would drown if he was tied to a chair and yeah. lowered in there. And then maybe the piranhas would eat him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's not going to get ripped apart. It'd still be a no. painful death. but it, it still wouldn't be a good way to go. But, but what are piranhas but bigger? This is a recurring thing in prehistory for sure. You want a bigger beaver? Bam, Castroides. You want a bigger <laughs> shark? Bam, Megalodon. You want a bigger rabbit? Bam, Neurolagus Rex. You want a bigger piranha? Bam, Inter Mega Piranha, which is basically a modern piranha, but way bigger. <laughs> uh, I imagine it might have done a lot of scavenging. Oh, yeah, it sounds utterly terrifying, right? No matter what giant creatures lurked in the Miocene Amazon, this thing would obliterate them with their teeth and jaws and turn them into a bloody, gooey, gory mess. In actuality, based on studies of his teeth, it might have been way more omnivorous than modern piranhas, which are already kind of more omnivorous than you might expect. The layout of its teeth were actually closer to that of the modern pakus that you were talking about. Ah. It did have more conical teeth closer to the front, though, like a piranha. So this suggests a couple things. One, mega piranha was likely a tr- transitional fossil between that of the paku and the piranha. The family of Paku and Piranha, they are related. Yes, they're in the same family of this. What is it called? The Saracilids? What did I see up here? Uh, Saracilmids. (laughs) The Greek, man. It's all Greek to me. The other thing that suggests that rather than this being a T-Rex-like super predator of the Amazon, Mega Piranha was only likely moderately carnivorous, with most of its diet instead of going through nuts, seeds, leaves, and whatever foliage fell into the jungle river. Well, and I'm sure like modern Piranha... It yeah. had predators. Oh, I'm sure it did, too. And like the modern piranha, it has to deal with the boto. Oh, really? What's the that? The Amazon river dolphin. Oh, that makes sense. They're uh, cute. There's... They're pink, but they'll let go after a piranha oh, God. for a snack. The fact that there's river dolphins is so cool. It's a shame they're so endangered. Hopefully we're doing something, trying to do something as much as we can. I know I the mean, Chinese river dolphins are even more endangered. but I think there's at least one species that's gone extinct. Yeah, that's sad. Um, but yeah, no, like, yeah, the river dolphins are cool and, like... 
Uh, I'm sure there were some river dolphins back then. Hell no, they're probably bigger. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, like jungle rivers are filthy. You know, they're full of stuff. Yeah. So you know that fantasy we all have, and totally not just me, of a beautiful naked woman swimming in the jungle river <laughs> and then emerging pristine out of the banks. Yeah, in real life, she'd be filthy getting out of that river. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Any river. Uh, sorry, everyone on Earth has that specific fantasy. That's not just me. No, everyone has that. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's not realistic. Where was I? Oh, yeah, Mega Piranha. It's not just you. I guarantee a lot oh, yeah. of people have had that specific fantasy because, <laughs> well, fantasy movies exist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this didn't mean that it was purely herbivorous, though. In fact, studies have shown that its teeth could definitely pierce through mammalian femurs, uh, turtle shells, and pretty much any other kind of flesh or bone that it wanted to. We have not found any fossils showing evidence of bite marks from Mega Piranha, alas, but that certainly doesn't mean it didn't happen. Again, I, I mean, fossil a fo- predator. Yeah. A um, predator... Eats things. You don't always find the remains of its meals. Exactly. This thing was probably mostly herbivorous, but on days where it needs some extra protein, was feeling particularly bold. It would go for the meat and swarm it, like we all know love piranhas to do. <laughs> like, imagine the swarm of these stripping the flesh off a cow. <laughs> and they could probably do it. Well, also, the thing, a common herbivorous creature at the time uh, at the Amazon was Toxodon, a giant hoofed creature that kind of looked like a hornless rhino, but the, it was the size of an elephant. <laughs> imagine that thing's carcass getting shredded by a swarm of mega piranha. Now that's the fantasy. <laughs> I mean, certainly if the thing died on or near the river. Yeah, just, yep. <laughs> And then, just then, like, it's, oh, oh, oh. then it's piranha food. Yeah. <laughs> but for a swarm of piranha, no matter how big, to take on something that out of their range, yeah, yeah, they have to be starving. They have to be starving, and uh, yeah, they have. Yeah, just, again, like if you're that starving, I feel like most people would eat things with that voracity. Oh yeah. But piranhas look scary. I think that's one of the reasons why we because they kind of have their teeth kind of poking out like they that when they swim. They're kind of, maybe because I grew up doing a little bit of fishing, they are kind of funny looking. Yeah. But in some ways, other than their eyes and their funny teeth, they don't look a lot different than sunfish that I've pulled out of lakes. Are they one of the fish that kind of have their their mouths pointing upwards, though, like a bulldog? (laughs) That's a pretty common evolutionary layout. Yeah, like, so, it looks cool, though. But yeah, looking back on it, they don't look that much different than a I guess, I guess. It's more like the fact that their teeth are kind of just poking out, though, and they yeah. have the red on them. It kind of looks like The blood. red-bellied piranha. There's yeah. a lot of species of piranha. I imagine with mega piranha, they were just as diverse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, but the, the Amazon fish that you should be terrified of is the one that swims up your urethra when you pee. Yeah. <laughs> like in the water. That one's bad. I forget what it's called, but it's, it there's haunts my of, nightmares. There's an episode of River Monsters on that. <laughs> I'll let our listeners watch that <laughs> on their own if they want Nightmare Fuel. Uh, uh. But, you know, sometimes watching Nightmare Fuel is educational. It's educational, but I'm just like, uh, I'd rather not. That's, that sounds like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and I'm sure it's not just limited to men, too. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's more undocumented cases than not. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's write Mega Piranha 1 out of 65 million and get the heck out of here then, because we're both tired. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm going to go to Taco John's since I'm up here in, in wherever this is, Westminster. We slash, are in Westminster at the time of this yeah. recording. Where I'm from in uh, in Denver, there's not Taco John's, but up here there is. So, <laughs> Thornton, other, yeah, other stuff like that, yeah. 
Anyways, so let's rate it. I'm going to give it like a 60 million. It's pretty cool. It is a pretty cool creature. And the fact that it's called Mega Piranha. Imagine how smug the scientist was when <laughs> writing that paper, officially describing this thing. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to call it Mega Piranha. It's been known as that forever. <laughs> I mean, sometimes simple and to the point is yeah, where it goes. It's true. It's rather than just being like a Tatano Piranhas. No, no, it's Mega Piranha. Yeah, I think it deserves that score, 60 out of 65. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It probably had some similar behaviors to Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure it could. It loses some points for being slightly more herbivorous than the modern one, aka more lame. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, 60 million is a fair score. Uh, but yeah, all right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me for any drone questions to any of the co-hosts. You can find me on social media at Matthew Don Creator on Facebook and Matthew Don 64 on Twitter and Matthew Don 64 on Instagram. Where can they find you? So you can generally find me on Facebook. Um, and Instagram. Yes. Uh, at, at Natasha Crack, basically. Yep. No, no real variance. So. Yeah, no variance. And it's spelled, it's spelled the way I have it showed on the description of the episode. So. Yeah. Um, I may or may not reactivate my Etsy shops. We'll see. Because you've got uh, some good stuff. You're a good craftsman. Yes, I do do a lot of handicrafts. I'm either going to merge the shops or I'm going to take them down and start selling exclusively through Instagram. Nice. That'd be good, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, and you also did the illustrations for my book. I did, so, and I am always open to an artistic challenge. Yes, so I know there are some ways I tried to challenge you uh, in certain ways when doing those. I've been working on and off on a coloring book project Ooh, that cool. I just need to go get scanned and printed and bound. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've been hand-drawing a coloring book, so far less detailed than the illustrations I did for you, but that's on purpose. Right, of course. But still, good stuff. Um, it's still a fun project. It is, it is. All right. Um, as, as Speaking of which, like I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for printing Kindle, the one that you did the illustrations for. Uh, so, yeah, good stuff. Uh, no Mega Piranha in it, of course, because way afterwards. I uh, also have a podcast called The Rit Wit, or to, to talk about writing. Uh, just writing, basically, other stuff. I call it writing because it's funny. It sounds like writ. It sounds like wits. Writ wits. <laughs> That's it for this week. We'll say at the end of our episode of Paleo Bites. Uh, what's the River Monsters theme? Is it I, I basically it's like a river version of duh, duh. <laughs> basically duh, happy duh. fishing everybody happy fishing yeah enjoy the lakes rivers and reservoirs around you catch some bass some pike <laughs> some yeah even some little sunfish are fun yeah, and apparently they're trout. good in the frying pan some trout <laughs> trout is also delicious yeah cool especially the little rainbows oh yes rainbow trout yeah all right bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.